Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the wild world of teenagers these days and to not cough while I'm trying to talk to you. So, first off today is something I'm stressed about, which I've talked about a million bajillion times before, but it's really becoming real because in two weeks I find out if I was accepted to college and some people are already finding out. And I've kind of touched on this before, but I had a college group meeting um, this week, which is basically when our college counselor sits down, or a college counselor sits down with a group of us and we all kind of talk about like what we're worried about, what the next steps are, how to handle things. And um, this week, one of the things they said to us was like, as people are finding out, you need to know how to handle this. And I'm glad they touched on it because I had been worried about how I was going to handle it with my friends. Like, what if two people apply to the same school and only one of you gets in? Um, All of you get in except one. You know, it's just, it's a fear. And he was basically like, first of all, don't be the kid who wears your apparel the next day. Don't be the kid who posts on your, like, on your Facebook, like, I just got in or like can't wait to start school or like starting school at don't do that don't have your friends post on your wall for you because that's just as obnoxious like I'm so proud of you and tell your relatives like don't post on my Facebook don't do this don't like just just keep it if you want to tell me that you're proud of me do it privately because you don't need to do it at other people's expense um And I actually thought that was really smart. Like, I hadn't really thought about that aspect of it, partially because I'm so used to people posting, like, where they got in and everything. But, um, and and it was always interesting. Like, from when I was a junior, it was like, oh, I hope everybody posts, like, where they got in because I'm so curious. But as a senior, you're really worried that, like, you're going to see it everywhere. And it's already hard enough when you know, like, I don't really know where people are going to school yet. But once we do, if I don't get in, I'm going to be like, I, I already know where you got in. This is really, like, heartbreaking. Um, and I wouldn't want to do that to anybody else. So it was really helpful for me to hear, like, what to do relative-wise. Because, like, I yeah, if I get in, I'm going to tell my grandparents, like, hey, well, not that my grandparents have Facebook, but, like, my aunt and uncle, like, hey, don't post on my thing that you're proud of me. You know, like, just call me instead because you don't need to make everyone else feel bad and interestingly also he talked about the social aspect in terms of friendships he was like in the past this has really kind of eroded friendships that have been here since kindergarten and you need to make sure that that doesn't happen and like my friends and I I don't know if I've said this before but my friends and I made a pact that was like I will be proud of you if you get in and like I'm not gonna resent you like I'm not I'm not gonna let it ruin things um which is easy to say harder to keep up but I just found out that one of my close friends got in and I'm really honestly grateful, (laughs) not grateful, but like relieved at how just like purely proud of her I feel. I don't feel anger. Like I don't feel, which I know that's like, okay, great. Like you don't feel angry that your friend did something awesome, but like there is that fear when it's like, it's something that you've worked so hard for and you see someone else get it. There is that fear that like, oh my gosh, what if I'm just angry? What if I just feel bad about it? So I'm really relieved right now that I'm just like purely happy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this person so much. And my heart is like exploding. And like, I want to tell everyone I'm just so proud of her. Like, I am just, I'm just happy. Um, And I really hope that I'm able to keep that feeling as time goes on, as more people find out, as maybe people find out that they get in where I didn't, you know, um, 
and and it makes you realize like we're kind of all in competition with each other but at the same time we're all like kind of trying to go in it together so it's like oh I'm stressed out yeah I'm stressed out too but like and we can bond over that and we can talk about it but when it comes down to it like you are my competition in a way and it's hard sometimes to think about that and it's hard to feel like okay if I get in where I've been trying to get in where I applied early then the work I'm doing on essays for other schools right now is pointless and if I don't get in where I applied early then the work I did to apply there is pointless and I should have been working on it it's just hard to feel (coughs) okay and I said I wouldn't cough it's hard to feel with all this ambiguity it's hard to feel like you aren't wasting your time somehow not that I'm like my time is precious but just that it's like there's so much stress along with that time it's like if I just knew what I was working toward it would be so much easier and you know I'm setting up interviews for schools and everything if I just knew it would be so much easier and a lot of the time I think the misconception is that we're like oh I'm putting pressure on this school because this is the school I need and if I don't get in there I'm gonna die it's really not that I haven't really heard people talk about it that way it's more just like I'm putting my time and energy into hoping for something and I have no clue whether it's going to come true. I have no clue if I should just let myself accept that it's not going to happen. And as we get closer and closer to the time when I will find out, which amazingly is the day before we all go on like winter break. So the day, like the day we go on winter break at my school is called candlelighting. It's this weird, like Some people have called it, like, almost, like, weirdly culty. It's really not culty. We're, like, a very normal school. But it's, like, you light a candle. There's a representative from each grade who gets picked. So there's, like, a kindergartner who goes up and lights a candle. And then there's, like, general holiday singing and everything. Um, And when you're little, you have, like, classes. You don't have classes. You, like, have brunch and, and, like, buddies who are, like, a little older than you. And you all do something fun. When you're in high school, you still have to go to 20 minutes of each of your classes. Um... And then you get to go to, like, the assembly. And it's kind of a bummer. But the most bummer part is that that's the day when you say goodbye to all of your friends. So imagine some of you have found out you're getting into your dream school. And some of you have found out you're rejected or waitlisted. And then you have to say goodbye to everyone for two weeks. And it's just a really... I'm kind of not looking forward to it. And I found out that you can even find out that you got into your school in the middle of the day. So it's just a lot. Um... And somehow the closer we get to it, the more convinced I am that I'm going to be let down. So wish me luck, haha. But now, something I'm done with, which is, I don't know if it's something I'm done with. It's more just a commentary as a high school student or as a student in general. Something I've noticed this year as I really like, I enjoy the books that I'm reading. I'm in a Victorian fiction class, so we've read Wuthering Heights, which I liked because it was so dramatic, and as an incredibly dramatic person myself, I was like, okay, all right, let's let's see how much more dramatic they can get than I am. It's like, I love you, you are my soul. Okay, well, I'll die. Well, if you die, then you'll have killed yourself, and that means you'll kill me because I am you, so what about that? And it's like, I'll haunt you forever. So it's really, um, it's it's truly next level. And now we're reading um, The Picture of Dorian Gray, which I actually really love. And it's just what I've noticed that surprised me is how much I really like books that I'm reading in school. And I know that's like a horrible thing to say in some ways because like the reason you read them is because they're great books. And I'm not saying like I haven't liked them, but the feeling that I have now that's not a feeling I've had before. And this may be specific to me, but I don't think it necessarily is, is when someone assigns you something to read 
and you're supposed to analyze it and the reason you read it is because it's great there's this gut reaction that's like I don't want to like it like and it can depend on the teacher because if it's a teacher who's like well if you don't like it then there's something wrong with you (laughs) then you're like well I'm not gonna like it and see about that and even if it's great I'm gonna come up with reasons why I don't like it that might just be be me being like an annoying bratty eighth grader or something but um I went through a little bit of a rebellious stage as like a 13 year old but um I I don't know this year I'm like I feel it's much easier for me to like something if I feel like if I don't like it it'll be understood and not like I don't I don't know it's like when the liking of it isn't forced onto you then it makes it easier for me and I really and I've like I've totally that's not always how I feel by any means it's not like this year is like totally new but it's just something I've noticed this year um and I just really it's like it makes it much more um a pleasure and also I've noticed that the less I annotate things the more I'm able to enjoy them. Because when I'm annotating things, I realize like, oh, like I'm analyzing this. I'm doing this for a reason. Like I'm highlighting stuff and underlining and writing notes because because I'm doing it not just to enjoy it. But when I just read it like a book, the way you would read a book, and then sometimes go back and annotate, it's it's it just makes it much more of like an experience that you're supposed to have. It, it takes you out of it less and breaks the fourth wall a little less, I think. Unless you're my mom who like annotates books for fun because she's like that. But for me, it's really much more pleasant the other way. And now something I'm obsessed with, which is something there are only three episodes of so far, I believe, but it's a podcast called Crime Town, where every season they investigate crime in a different city. And this season it is Providence, Rhode Island. So they're investigating organized crime um, in connection with the mayor, in connection with like mob bosses. Um, and I, I don't know, I find that so, so interesting. So if you're someone who finds that interesting, who's into true crime, um, definitely check out Crime Town. It's something I love. Sometimes I just need to take a break from like comedy podcasts. I like, like learning things for the sake of learning things. So I also really enjoy Emperors of Rome, which sounds super lame, but I just, something about it is really nice, especially when you're stressed out. It's like, okay, I'll just think about Rome. Like I'll, I'll just think about, you know, organized crime in Providence, Rhode Island. Like who... Who needs what's going on right now when I can just focus on that? So that is that for this week. Email me if you have any questions or anything you want to tell me um, at elizastarting at gmail.com. And follow me on Instagram if you want to see um, if you want to see pictures and videos. Some are me being embarrassing. Some are my dog. You know, it's a mix. Sometimes it's just New York. So thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. Bye.